Welcome back. Thank you for checking out this edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. Now, this is part two of a two-part episode in our 20s with me and my man Eclectic. If you haven't heard part one, stop the tape right now and go back and listen to part one. But if you have heard it, keep listening. And without further ado, let's get back to the podcast. Let's get it. Um, did you have a worse job in D.C.? Cause I I I, I had nah, everything I had, with me is just easy as far as that stuff was concerned, man. I don't I don't okay. do much, man. Okay, so you didn't have a bad job. Um, let me see. For me, probably the worst job. I work for this place called, and I don't even know if they're still in business. <laughs> I work for this place called United Consumers, and we had to call cold call people on the phone and try to get them set up to come in to our showroom so that we could show them furniture and a presentation of where they could buy furniture direct from the uh, manufacturer instead of going through, you know, blah, blah, blah. And that job, man, that job was terrible. I, oh my gosh, I hated that job. And I only worked that job maybe about three months before I quit. And <laughs> it's funny, man. I used to, and it was a far, the, the, the one good thing about the job is it was minutes from my house. So like, or from, from our townhouse. So I would, I would go to work. And then like, when I would go on my, my, I, you'd have a 30 minute break and I'd have a 30 minute break and I'd get in the car and go home, watch a little bit of Jerry Springer, eat a sandwich and then come back to work. Um, but yeah, that was probably the worst job. And that job. I don't even remember how much that job paid, but whatever whatever it paid, it wasn't worth it. Um, so it was it was like whatever. Um, okay, so we talked about the nightlife, right? In the nightlife, you had to have, and I'm not gonna ask you about your romantic in, in escapades because we know he's a player. Um, but did you meet any cool chicks along the way? You got any any? cool chick stories and before you go into yours I'll, I'll give you mine um cause and what I mean by now cool chicks could be chicks that you were involved with or just cool or kicked it with or it could be just just platonic friends um cool chick one of my cool chick friends was with my homegirl Kimmy shout out to Kimmy I need to call Kimmy too it's been a minute um Kimmy and I went to South Carolina State together uh <laughs> I remember Kimmy invited me to this party, <laughs> a house party, and I hadn't hung out with Kimmy in a while. And Kimmy, like I said, we go, we we actually knew each other in high school, and she was real cool. She reached, you know, met and stuff like that. They they knew each other from South Carolina State, and so it was no problem me hanging out with Kimmy. And Sharice was in school. Sharice was still, I think she, yeah, she was still in school at the time. She was about to graduate. And so anyway, so Kimmy, Kimmy lived around the corner from me in Decatur. And she was like, man, you don't hang out with, you know, I'm here. I just moved here. You don't even hang out with your girl. And I was like, Kimmy, I, you know, we just, I just been kind of busy, whatever, whatever. She was like, oh man, you too busy to hang up with me. I was like, no, no, no. So she, so she kind of, you know, coerced me to go to this house party with And we go to this house party and we walk up, it's in this apartment and I'm already not feeling the vibe because, like, when we got to the party or when we got outside, 
it was a bunch of dudes just kind of standing around. <sighs> so I'm like, oh shit. Like, I don't, I, I, I didn't come here to throw hands or, or to be accosted. Um, but you know, dudes just like dirty looks or whatever. Like nobody spoke. That was another thing too. And that's one thing we do in the Southeast too. But anyway, me and Kimmy, we walk upstairs, we go into the little party, music, music playing or whatever like that. We say what's up to the dude throwing the party. And so we're chilling. And we're in there e probably about, I don't know, 20 minutes maybe. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> they're, they're, cook, they're cooking food as, as the party's going on. Because I, I was like, I was just more interested in what they had to drink. And they're cooking food. And all of a sudden, I hear somebody yelling. And somebody says, oh, shit, it's on fire. And me and Kimmy stand up, and you can see the flames going up from the kitchen, from this pot. It was a grease fire. What happened was the host was cooking chicken. <laughs> he was okay. cooking chicken. And he had the chicken, and, you know, like, he had the grease or whatever like that. And he put too much chicken in the grease. And so as the he, he basically damn near filled up the pot with grease. And so as the chicken started to cook and started to rise, well, so did the grease. And the grease spilled over the top onto the eye, and thus the fire started. So now we got a full-on fire going. And so me and Kimmy are just standing there. My, my mouth is on the floor like, I can't believe, like, this motherfucker about to set this, this apartment on fire. And someone yells, pour some water on it. <laughs> Well, I mean, y'all know, at least you should know, you can't throw water on a grease fire. It makes it worse. Man, I turned, I looked at Kimmy, I grabbed her hand, and I just pulled her. We left. And the, the pot was on fire. The pot next to it caught on fire. And they eventually put the fire out. But um, that's like my cool chick story. But I, I always had, like, over a period of time, um, and it... Kimmy was just like I said, somebody I knew from college, or a really good friend I knew from college. But I always had like cool chicks that I hung out with, and even to this day, you know, all of my my female friends are, are just cool chicks. Like you know, I'm not. Well, shit, introduce them to me then. Yeah, well, bring your ass back down to Atlanta, man. Mm. I got you. But um, I got you. All of all of all of, cool. my, all of my friends, I I've never had a girlfriend. Never. Since you've been mm-hmm. in D.C.? No, in my life. Player. <laughs> so, player I just, so all, all of my, all of my female friends are really cool friends because that's that's what we we are. So, um, and see, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm a boring person. Mm-hmm. I don't do much. So, you know what me and my cool chick friends would do. Uh, that that would make them cool to me. We would go. We would like play Scrabble or chess, or play video games. I have one friend. We would watch um old kung fu movies like we used to watch back in the eighties. Like any woman that knows the Five Deadly Venoms, I'm I'm probably gonna like her a lot. <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, I mean it's been a house party here and there. I remember a couple of house parties. Um, a couple of women took me to. It was one girl that lived in D.C. that I went to grade school with 
in high school one year. She was in D.C. before me. And so when I came out, when I, when I first came out here, I slept on her couch. Um, and she took me around to meet some of her friends and a house party. Then, okay. like, she got, look, women are weird when they get boyfriends. When they get boyfriends, then you can't be their friend. And so that shit, I don't know. <laughs> so trying to smash. I don't want to smash her. I, I, mean, smash? I guess I, no, I would have, but that wasn't real. I wasn't trying. I wasn't actively. <laughs> no guy. Listen, most men. Uh oh. We may not actively attempt or try or even think about it. Mm-hmm. But we would. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's like I never even thought about it. I don't even look at them like that. But then one day they came out and had some stuff on. And was like, hey, yo, not bad. I mean, but that's just that's. <laughs> I mean, that's nature. That ain't I ain't got nothing to do with that. But I'm I'm perfectly it's perfectly easy being platonic. Don't do nothing with with people because who cares? When you get when, when you get a Cooled and washed as I am, man. Sex is just whatever. Anyway, um, no, I won't say that. You're not as old as washed as I am. I'm like, listen, it's like it's like Jordan. No, but it's like Jordan. Once you've done everything that you can that you achieved, and you're the best at it, this is whatever now. You shoot a shooting free throw. It's like I bet. So if you ask me to have some sex, it's like, all right, man, here, have a little bit of that. You know, if, if you the best at it, what else is there to accomplish? Who, what other championships? There's no more championships to obtain. I've already repeated back to back. So, you know, so it's whatever. Anyway, um, nah, uh, Coach, I know no real stories, because I don't remember. I remember these house parties we went to. I remember sitting up. I just, you know what I like to do with women? I like to just sit and talk and drink and just play games and just, I just, I just like the vibe. I don't, I don't do nothing. I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm boring. I'm boring. Outside of the podcast and my Saturdays. <laughs> right, right. So, and, and, and okay, so. Kyle, 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 ladies and gentlemen, Kyle's not going to tell you this, but Kyle watched me sit at the I'm bar and drink and drink just water. He saw me drink glasses of ice water. Yeah, listen, listen, I, 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 this guy, I saw him. I, and I've never seen anything like this before in my life. We're at the bar. He came to, he came to the A, uh, what was this, back in like, what, October or something like that this year? Um, yeah, this is, yeah, it was a little bit ago. Yeah, it's like, it's like October. So a couple months ago, from the time of this recording. And so we're hanging out. We I, I go meet him at the hotel, uh, the, the plush four seats. Oh, what, what are we I doing think. here? <laughs> so, so we're in the lobby of the four seats. And so this guy, he says, hey, what you, what you drinking? And I almost said, I almost told the bartender, let me have what he's had. But that's a no-no <laughs> because see, here's the thing. I'm not much of a drinker. He is. He is what? He is what he is what some would call a lush, right? What? What is happening? <laughs> so 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 he's so he's here and he literally tells the bartender. She was, so I, I I think I ordered like a margarita. 
And she was like, well, hey, what do you want? And he's like, oh, just make something. And she looks, and I look like, what do you mean? He's like, I'll just make something. And he has the straightest of faces. Oh, just make something. Just do what you do. And I'm like, yo, you about to pay for this? <laughs> is this did I miss something? Is she going to give you a freebie? And so the chick goes in the back. I think she went outside. She grabbed some some garbage and she put a little potion or something like that. So she comes back with this drink that's literally like smoking. There's fumes coming up, the stuff bubbling up, and I don't know if the glass is too hot to touch. I'm really amazed. So I'm I'm eating French fries and I'm like, "Yo, you about to drink this?" And this dude is like, "Yeah." And then so he looks at me. He grabs the glass. Says, I have a glass for those of you watching. I have a glass here. He grabs a glass, takes a sip. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> so I look at him. I was like, "What is this shit you drinking?" He's like, "I don't know. <laughs> she just made something." <laughs> like, who does this? So, so long story short, if you guys ever get a chance to hang out with this, and he, I got to give him his props. He's a good hangout. He's good. He's good. Good people, just as cool as he is on the podcast, he is in real life. Uh, but yeah, no, and I had six wanna, of those. You don't want to, yeah, yes. I think I had two margaritas, that was and it. they were all different. Up. Now, yeah. they mean, all like, that was like, just make something like, else, just make something else. That's what I mean. make something that you she, always wanted to make. Yeah, she, I mean, she's lit. The bartender is literally experimenting with his body. I ain't that cool <laughs> with no bartenders. And keep in mind, it's not. Here's the picture I want to paint for y'all. He's from out of town. It's not like he's been in the Four Seasons. Like, like this is Cheryl from the Four Seasons, and this is E from DC, and he's back. You know, he's here every week on business. No, this was a random trip, and this guy's like, yeah, just make something. I mean, and, and you know what? Funny, funny story. Went to the bar a couple of weeks ago. I thought about doing that. I was like, nah, fuck that. I gotta drive home. I don't know where I don't I don't know these people. I don't know these I can't be like him. No. This guy's we'll different. Have, he's different. One day we're gonna do we're gonna we're gonna have a podcast about us when we hung out. We hung out what three times, two times? We'll tell the stories because about... the first time was with uh DeMarco, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, first time. And let the record show everybody. I always pay anyway, because they say how your money's no good here. You own the building. So back to back to our twenties. He did back he did pay for my drink. Thank you. Back back for um okay. You so, don't let okay, the mayor so, pay in his own city. Okay. So let's before we move on to the next topic, as far as the ladies. Mm. Okay, so you mentioned not so in the twenties, mm-hmm. we I'm sure you you were at that stage where a couple of your partners probably got married or was looking yeah, to get married or maybe start a family. I, I know you mentioned DeMarco. Okay. So you probably were yeah. in a wedding or two. Um, no. No. I know I was. No. You weren't in anybody's no. wedding? You, you weren't in DeMarco's no. wedding? No. Two things I don't do. Okay. Weddings and funerals. I don't go to either. Okay. Fair. Fair. I don't so, like happiness and I don't it? like sadness. <laughs> this guy. So was there any was there anybody that was like any of your lady friends, the ladies you came across in that period of time that was trying to trying to get you to settle down and you just wasn't having it? Yes. Um 
um, the last um, entanglement that I was in. Um, this, <laughs> this, this this nice young lady, this nice young lady wanted me to um, to um, nuptial her, and I I I said I said no, and then and then she um, she wanted to um, she wanted to move in together. Oh. And I said, I said, I said, I said, no, I, I, I shan't. And, um, and, uh, then, um, she wanted to have a, a child, a children. And I said, absolutely not. I shan't. Um, yeah. So, so what, it's a weird, strange thing that happens, Kyle. Mm-hmm. You spend time with, with people. And then they just figure, I don't get, and listen, um, everybody, I think, I, I don't know what podcast, it was the podcast I did with DeMarco, where I was talking about marriage mm-hmm. and and relationships, and I don't understand relationships. I don't understand why people, anyway, um, it's a strange thing that happens when you spend a lot of time with people. They expect, like, more or something they like where is this where are we going and but why can't we just be what we're what we're what we're being like it don't work like that <laughs> but it should all right look at it this way Agreed. and I'm, I'm gonna be i'm gonna be real brief and i think i said this on this episode so mm-hmm. you with someone for x amount of time you're enjoying yourself. You're having the time of your life. You're so happy. They're so happy. No, no struggles, no strife, no arguments. So then one person decides, oh, well, this is so great. Well, we need to take it to the, the next level. Why are there levels? There shouldn't be levels. This level is fucking great. No, but they shouldn't be. So what happens on that level? Well, on this level, uh, it's a higher level of commitment. What level of commitment we on right now? Well, if we go to this level, then you can't do this, and I won't do this. Wait a minute, so you tell me I can do that right now? Then if this level I can do all this, this wild shit that I can't do once we go to that level, because I'll be right back. But, but no, 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 you're not supposed to do it. So there's no difference in the level of the commitment. The only difference is some legal doc anyway. So but so say for instance, one of the persons says, nah, you know what? I don't want I don't want to go to that level. That's not that level's not for me. And so then this person who was happy felt great, was doing no struggles, no strifes, happiest they ever been. Says, but we don't want the same things, so I'm out. And so you know what happens? You know what happens? Then that person then will have to go find another person, hopefully, Mm -hmm. that makes them just as happy as the person they already had to do all of this over and over again to get to this unattainable mystery level. And then we'll complain, well, I can't, I can't, none of this, these people aren't. They're like, weren't you just happy a couple of months ago? Yeah, but they didn't want, but you were happy. Why are you ruining happy? If I have a steak 
Mm-hmm. Talk to her. And you have some ice cream. I'm like, man, look at you with some ice cream. But I got steak. I'm gonna fucking enjoy the steak. I don't. I'm not gonna throw the steak away to ask if maybe I can have some of your ice cream. And I don't even know what flavor it is. It might not even taste good. But I'm gonna give up what I have, what is great, just for the opportunity of some shit that I don't even know anything about. It's fucking weird. So. This is why I'm going to be single forever, but I'm happy with that because I love me. The thing is, that's all that matters. I, that's what I say. I would love to just be with some because DeMarco always hits me with the you can't just you don't think you can just be with one person for forever. I said, sure I can. Of course I can. I would love that. I don't want to go meet new people. Mm-hmm. I don't even like people, so why would I want to go meet new people? I would love to just have one people. Right, yeah. But there's right. too much other shit that, that one people want to do that it just doesn't make any sense to me. Anyway, we'll talk about that some other time. Um, women friends, yeah, you're asking. Yeah. Um, no, I, I haven't gone to any weddings. I didn't go to DeMarco's wedding. I didn't go to anybody's wedding. I've only been to one wedding in my entire life. I was like six. I didn't like it. And I went to one funeral my entire life. I was like, I don't know. About, let me see. About 10. I didn't like it. So when I was, I I decided then I wouldn't go to either one ever again. Mm. And I have it. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, And the reason why I ask is because like in the twenties, yeah, you, you, you experienced it. And that's the thing that they didn't tell us, you know, in, in college to kind of prepare for, because yeah, your friends are going to start getting married. Your friends are going to start, you know, having kids and, uh, you know, and for those, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I obviously this, that's a part of my twenties that I don't. I'm not going to cover on here because I've talked about it at nauseum on other podcasts, and there'll be more uh, stuff for me to talk about. But no, it was a dope time for me because a couple of things happened. I moved to Atlanta, then you know we had Dion, and then we got married, um, and then we bought a house, and I did all of that in my twenties. Um, oh no, I take that back. But I think by the time we bought the house, I might have. No, I was. I think I'm still. I think I was like 29. You're such um, a grown man. So, well, you know what? It's it's. But even in even in growing, like you don't. I, I was telling somebody the other day, like you don't plan this stuff. Like it just, it really just happens organically. And like, I would have never at 25. Yeah, Sharice and I were dating, but I would have never. And I and I knew, I knew, I knew this was gonna be the person I married. But in saying that, like. I didn't know he was going to have this house and four kids and, you know, all of these other things. I didn't know I'd have a podcast that was dope. Um, you know, I didn't know any of this stuff. You know, you own half the city. Hey, man, I got two dollars. <laughs> so, um, you know, and I think that's just an interesting piece. So that's why I asked you the question, because like, no, it's not that everybody, you know, is. I'm not even going to say everybody. That's not everybody's uh, level that they want to get to. Because like you said, the young lady, you're at this level. Y'all at this level. Yeah. And you're perfectly fine at this level. And then she's like, well, hey, let's take it. To the ne- well, the next level involves a whole bunch of other stuff that I nah, may or nah. may not be into. And, you know, with, with the next level comes expectations. And, you know, you if you don't live up to somebody else's expectations, oh, that's going to be a problem. And that's um, the other yeah, thing. People, are, are yeah, so, people. So, so Go ahead. Go ahead. Nah, people don't live up to my expectations. 
Nah, any, nah, nah, go ahead. I, I love this. This is this is an excellent content. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's um so that that was interesting in and of itself, just getting to that point. I like I said, I was in weddings, I got married myself. Um and what was interesting was like, you know, seeing some of my single friends like Jay Fresh who didn't get married and didn't have any kids, you know, his level of we had two different levels of focus as far as like where we were going and what we were doing. And I told him, I was like, look, bro, I was like, you were able to wake up one day and say, you know what? I'm going to pack up all my stuff and move to L.A. I was like, you didn't have to ask nobody. You had to check no, you didn't, you didn't have to look and see what, what school district you were going to be in. <laughs> you didn't have to worry about babysitters. Mm. I was like, you know, I signed up for a different life. I was like, so I have someone else to consider. Now, could we have moved to L.A.? Sure. I would have loved to. But I was like, you know, nah, my parents are, you know, South Carolina. I'm not moving away from my parents. Um, but our circumstances were different. But it's just, you know, it's those dynamics that happen, like, when you're in your 20s. Um, and then, again, you and I were in two different cities, but it sounds like we were going through some of the same things in our 20s. Um, the next question I have for you, what, if, if and you may not have had one, what mm-hmm. was the scariest moment in D.C. that you had? Did you have any scary moments? And, I, and I'll, I'll give you a second to think about it. Um, I had one scary moment in Atlanta. Um, I was, I went to a, um, a gas station and I had Dion with me. Dion was, he's our oldest son. He was probably like one. And so I went into the gas station. I left him in the car. No problem. Left him in my little Honda CRX. (laughs) And so I go inside the gas station, get some potato chips and a soda and I come right back out. And as I come out of the gas station, I'm getting ready to get in the car. And I see a guy who I just saw in the gas station with me. He runs out of the gas station. He goes into his pants, pulls out a gun, and he starts firing at this car. This car is in the middle of a busy intersection. Now, fortunately, it wasn't, it maybe had been three or four cars in the intersection. But he's firing. Pow! Pow, pow, pow into the intersection. So he's just randomly, indiscriminately shooting this gun, and he's literally standing five feet away from me. Mm. I ducked down. I didn't think for a second he was going to shoot me or Dion, but I don't know. If you're shooting at somebody, there's a likelihood they might shoot me shooting back at you. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. That's usually how things go in, in, in shootouts. And it happened so fast, he shot like four shots, and then he put his gun in his pants and he walked and got in his car. And I jumped in the car and I looked at Dion, and Dion was just, you know, playing with his little toys in the back. He oblivious to it all. And I was like, I gotta get the fuck out of Decatur. Mm. <laughs> that that by far was the scariest moment, and nothing happened. He he was a bad shooter because he missed everything which is amazing because there was like i said there was three or four cars at that intersection and whoever he was shooting at he missed them badly he didn't hit anything but the fact that you licked off four shots and me and my kid in his car seat are right here along with everybody else that was at the gas station i'm like i gotta get out of decatur and like <laughs> two, months, two months later we bought we bought a house somewhere else i was like nah i can't do this 
you know, as much as I like Decatur, I like Decatur because it was cool and it was kind of quiet and it was cheap. Like, nah, never again. Never again. I can't do this. And that was the scariest moment I've had since then. Now, I've had odd moments, like the time that I <laughs> went to a Braves. I went to a Braves game to see Barry Bonds. And I left work and I had this, I had this cold ass gray suit, one of my favorite suits of all time. Now, you know, I'm not a tall person. I'm 5'7, right? So, ain't too many people can wear my suits. So I drive to the Braves game. I want to go see Barry Bonds. They're playing against the San Francisco Giants. And I happen to, being cheap, don't park in a parking lot. I park on the side of the street, right a block away from Turner Field where the Braves played at the time. And so I'm like, eh, I'm going to see Barry. So I'm happy. So what happened was when I got to the when I got to the, the, the ballpark, I just took my suit off. I took my suit off, stuffed it in my ESPN bag, and I left. Well, Somewhere around the fourth inning, somebody broke into my car. <laughs> and they not only took my bag, but they took my favorite. Now, my ESPN bag was empty. All it had was my suit. E In my ashtray, which I, I don't smoke, but in my ashtray, I had $85 and probably another $20 in uh, quarters. And they never bothered to look in there. They just stole it. When I came back, when the game was, well, the game wasn't even, I, I left in like the seventh inning. I came back and then I just walked it. When I was getting close to my car, I was like, oh, there's glass on the street. And then as I got close, I was like, oh, that's the glass from my car. They <laughs> broke the window, stole my bag, stole my favorite gray suit, and I was pissed. And so that 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 was, I didn't see it happen, but, you know, lesson learned. You know, you can't be cheap when it comes to parking. You got to park where you're supposed to park. Um, but yeah, those are my, that was my, well, that was my one scary moment. And then my, my bonehead moment of parking on the the, the, the mean streets of East Atlanta. Hey. Uh, what about you? Any any scary any scary DC moments? Man, I'm trying to think. I mean, scary for some. It could have been scary. Uh, the one guy that was um, on the shoot me outside of the bar. That was kind of <laughs> a thing. Um, I mean, if somebody wanted to shoot you, yeah. Yeah, man. Listen, we in the bar, and it was some weird dude that mm-hmm. he wasn't. He was touched, you know. He wasn't on there, and he was trying to fucking charge his phone, <laughs> right? And so I'm like, I'm sitting okay. at the bar. I'm okay. trying to be a person. I say, you know what? I'm gonna help you charge your phone. So there's little um, plugs under the bar. Mm-hmm. Little, little outlets like where you get a hook for women that can hang their purse and little outlets and so I'm looking I'm trying to find one it was a it was a gentleman at the bar and I was like yo excuse me I'm just trying to find a plug so my man can charge his phone and the guy was like won't you find somewhere else to-? I was like hey man I'm, I'm just trying to be a nice person nice guy <laughs> And I guess the guy just didn't like the the the, the touched individual, and the, maybe he was having time. I don't know. And so he was like, he, he mm-hmm. then he, he was talking aggressive to me, and I was like, hey, man, I'm I'm not I'm not one to talk aggressive to, sir. And so <laughs> I'm not with the shits. Yeah. And so so he didn't like that, and so he said, okay. He said, I'll be right back. And I said, I right, well, I'm gonna be over here drinking. And so, 
So then, Liz, I go about drinking. And so then, he's outside. It's glass door so I can see him. So, yo, tell him mm-hmm. to come out here. And so, I look. I said, little, little pistol. And because I had like people at the door, you know, they had like security at the door. And I was like, hey, yo, this guy wants to talk to you. I look. I was like, hmm. So I go up to the door. I was like, what? Nah, you da 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 da. I want you to come out here. I'm like, if you're going to shoot me, you have to shoot me in here, buddy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then I was called all kind of pussies and, 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 like I like men and all types of things. I'm like, whatever. So then, so then the next week, I'm going to say, boy, there's that gentleman. Uh-oh. Comes Uh-oh. up to me. I'm, I'm at, I'm sitting there. He comes up to me. Hey, yo, you should be careful how you talk to people. And I'm like, so who are you? <laughs> oh, you don't remember you was da ba da ba da ba da ba da and you didn't want to come out when I had the da ba da ba da on me. I was like, I'm trying to enjoy my drink. Is there anything I could do for you? You can be careful when you talk to you never know. Da ba da. I'm like, man, if you don't kill me, kill me, man. Otherwise, can I finish my drink in peace? And he, and he fucking left. <laughs> I see him from time to time. He's wow. never done anything to me. But so I mean, man, I wasn't scary. I mean, I guess wow. it could have been a fun. In this case scenario, I wouldn't be on the podcast right now. Um, oh, yeah, I was gonna ask. You I, st- I was gonna ask you how I ended if you got out of there without getting shot, but you're here. Yeah, yeah. No, no, so far, I'm shotless. Um, the one time, <laughs> so when I lived all the way out in the fucking um, boonies. Um, the lady downstairs from me, she she had just moved in, and she um she was a looker, and so somehow okay. I don't know maybe I was coming in from Sansor and yada yada yada. We ended up having some cookies at my place. Okay, okay. You know we ate some cookies. Plastic bag. No, what, 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 mm-hmm. I said we had some cookies. I didn't say what color they were. And so they were pink. They were great. <laughs> they were great cookies. And I was like, oh shit, you know what? And one day I was like, man, I had that hankering for some cookies. And so mm-hmm, I went down mm-hmm. to I went down to a place, bu- 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 and then when a husband answered the door, I was taken oh. back. <laughs> <laughs> and uh Oh, and and then she was like, "Oh yeah, now nah, he's from upstairs." And then she came out, and we talked. I was like, "Oh," and then the guy was like, "Hey," I was like, oh, "Man, we're just just going back up, going back upstairs." That was that was, <laughs> that was a thing. That was a thing. But no, nah, man, I don't I don't have any really scary stories. I live a very non I mean a, a very unassuming life. I don't I don't do much. Listen, I'm not like you. I'm not fancy. I don't have a lot of money. I'm not flashy. I don't have hey, headphones don't with red shit on them. I'm just a regular. That's all. Yeah. So I don't I I don't have things to match my hoodies. Yeah, I'm just a regular. I mean, guy. it's it's only for the visual pre. It's only for the visual presentation, man. Y'all, you people that listen know 
I'm just as cool and calm back and laid back as anybody else. I don't bother nobody. I don't do much. I don't have no money because I got a wife and four kids. So I don't. There's there's this there's this thing going on on the internet where my podcast friends and my friends seem to think that I have money that I don't have. Um, no, I don't have any money. Um, I really don't. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's like Kim. Okay, Kim uh, Kardashian's mother. Like, I got four kids. I don't have no money. You know, I mean, same shit. I guess. Like, go ahead. Um, okay. You mentioned some spots earlier. Um, just and and just in general, what would you say in DC was the most? And it could be a club. It could be a restaurant. It could be a brunch spot. What was the most overrated hangout spot? You think? That you've Overrated. experienced, Overrated. like, like people, people would be like, "Yo, you gotta go to such oh, and such. You gotta go to such and such." I mean, technically, technically, it's Ben's Chili Bowl. I mean, okay, it's the most famous shit out there, right? And everybody come from everywhere to go get a half smoke or chili dog or some shit. I mean, all the, the I, I, I saw Obama in there. I fucking okay. Uh, yo, yo, boy, Bill Cosby shows up, showed up, and um, it's <laughs> no, I would because they got they have Ben's and they had Ben's next door. The that's where I go and I drink and shit at. But yeah, I was, but the mm-hmm. food it's it's like dead ass. You you paying damn near twenty dollars for a hot dog? No, never. I don't even eat hot dogs like that. Never. <laughs> yeah, so that's the Crazy. overrated joint. That's the overrated joint. Um, what's overrated here? Um, oh, especially back then, uh, definitely Justin's. Um, speaking of Puff, you mentioned Puff a little earlier. Mm. Uh, Puff owned Justin's, named after his son. That place was definitely the most overrated, overhyped place you ever. Now the drinks, the drinks were the drinks were dope. In fact, we had a hookup with the bartender. The bartender was mad cool. Uh, she she was um, she was a friend of a friend, and so she would always look out anytime me and my boys came through. Um, but the food, I mean, if you want to pay thirty five dollars for some collard greens and a pork chop, one pork chop, mm, be my guess. But it was soul food that was really really overrated, and it really wasn't that. If we're being honest, it wasn't that good. Um, what about uh? All right, what's, what, what was what was better? What's better, Justin's or uh, Papado? Oh, Papado's. Papado's is good. Oh, okay. Um, it, but it's 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 kind of like you said. It's it's more of a tourist type spot. I I go there maybe once a year. Um, people that come from out of town love to go there first. This, that that wouldn't be the first place that I would go coming to Atlanta to get something to eat. But I know where your first um, place would be. It's not. Well, F- Fellini's. <laughs> cookout. Fellini. I go. I go to Fellini. <laughs> oh, cookout's dope. Cookout. Me. Dope. No, <laughs> my um. Cookout. I mean, cookout. I mean, they got good shakes. I love shakes. Mm. Um. What? Okay. So, what's probably the? And you could, like I said, it give you be a club, food spot, brunch, whatever. Underrated. Underrated hangout spot. Underrated. Underrated spot. Um, underrated spot would be um, it's a um, it's a place called Succotash. It's pretty good. 
little soul food joint. Okay. They have really good wings. Um, and there's a bar called, um, was it the Alchemist, I believe? And they have really, they got, um, they got, um, craft drinks, you know, when they, when they have mixologists and not bartenders, you know, not that okay. I drink, it's just, you know. <laughs> so that's probably where you get the idea from. You walk in and tell their bartender to just, hey, just put something together. Just make something. Um, I'm trying to think. What's underrated? Uh, uh, old Lady Gang restaurant? Man, I, you know what? The, the, I need to do an episode on uh, some of these food spots around here. Old Lady, you'll never catch me at Old Lady Gang. <laughs> um, the, the popular brunch spots. I, here's what I'll say about, and I mean, it's been a lot made of you know the brunch era or whatever and i know dc brunch was been probably dc brunch was probably popping was the city that i always heard about that would brunch like it was an event yeah before I'd, any other city that i can think of like I'd i, I don't know tomorrow. about new york city brunch i don't <laughs> i don't know about you know i know about atlanta brunch and that's that's been a thing the last few years but like here's what i'll say about brunch spots is like particularly in atlanta if it's a popular spot, you don't want to go to. <laughs> if you know about it, you don't want to go to it because that's going to be the place that, you know, charge, they, they're going to pat you down before you go in. They got to charge you for parking and they got to charge you extra for, you know, some syrup or something like, I mean, like Not some syrup, the, the whole experience. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like it's like $2 for, for extra syrup. And, you know, if you ask for a fork, Instead of a spoon, you know, there's like a 25 cent uh, <laughs> charge for that. <laughs> the, the the gratuity is like 30 uh, percent, even though you only ordered seven dollars worth of food. I mean, like, and you and 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 you can only you can only be there for two hours. Like, and you're, and your you gotta get up the minute you you sit down. Yeah, then you got to get up. You got to get up and go home. So, uh, I think a lot of Atlanta brunch spots are overrated. I think it's and maybe that's just me being old and washed. I think a lot of this stuff is more popular for the younger generation because, you know, I don't know if about where you go and drink and stuff like that, but these places, it's it's so much different from how it was when I was in my 20s where you really went to, you went to a spot for the vibe. You went to hang out. You went to meet people. Man, now, we, we are all searching for, we are all searching for a version of Natalie's from New York Undercover. Facts. I mean, like, it is here in Atlanta. I mean, like, the brunch spots are just the spots that people want to Instagram, you know, where they where they can take their pictures mm-hmm. and next to the grass wall and stuff like that. It's not. Yeah. Oh man, listen. Wasn't there a grass wall in the spot we went to? Yeah, it was grass wall, neon sign. Yeah. Yep. It was dope though. It was it was a lot of um, it was a lot of talent. There's a lot of talent there. A lot of talent. A lot of talent. Upstairs and downstairs. <laughs> um, and it's it's funny because I was telling somebody, I was like, yo, I said, E came in town and put me onto a spot that I didn't even know existed. I drive past this <laughs> spot a gazillion times on Peachtree Street. It's, it's literally in the cut. It's on Peachtree Street, but it's literally in the cut of, yep. it's in the cut of cuts. And, um, and it was crazy. But I mean, like, yeah, I think there's a lot of overrated spots like that um 
last question favorite place to eat in dc either now or like in your well well, you know let's go back since we're talking 20s in your 20s what was your and it could be fast food wherever favorite spot to eat in dc nah that's i think i think that's easy i think it was i think it was ben's next door um okay that was um best chicken and waffles um the best chicken and waffles originally was Gladys and Ron's. Gladys and Ron's yeah. is crazy. You get a midnight train to Georgia. Oh, nah. But when uh, Gladys and Ron shut down, then it was, uh, yeah, it was Ben's next door. Um, and um, pretty decent drinks. So, so yeah, that was, that was, that was pretty easy for me. Man, you took me back with Gladys and Ron's. Um, Gladys and Ron's was crazy. That was crazy. another spot that was really, really dope. It was really, we, there was two spots here. There was one spot downtown on Peachtree Street, and then there was one in Stonecrest. Mm-hmm. And both of them, man, just piss poor management. Yep. Drove it in so, the ground. Drove it was, it the, same, ground, it was I, the same out here. <laughs> I think her son went to jail for like embezzling money or something. Like yep. that's something crazy. Yeah. Um, Oh, oh, you know what? Another overrated spot I forgot to mention: um, the Varsity. Oh, how dare you! I never went, but I always see it. It looks cool. (laughs) Yeah, it's you know it is it is cool. It it is a place where you can go take a nice picture because you have the skyline. Be you have the Atlanta City skyline behind you. Yeah, you face the north. You have the interstate, and the only thing that separates when you cross over the interstate, you're right at Georgia Tech. So you're Georgia Tech, you got Georgia Tech on one side, you got Georgia State, um, excuse me, um, no, it's Georgia Tech on one side, and and then you got North Avenue that splits it. So it's it's right there, but the varsity is very old. And, and again, I'm not a fan of hot dogs like that, but no, if you want to pay $30 for a hot dog, be my guest. But no, the varsity is vastly overweight. I want to go at least one time. I've been, I've been here since 97. I've eaten at the varsity three times. And so you're saying memorable about that. So you're saying cookout is killing varsity. <laughs> hey, cookout is getting varsity out of here. Wow. <laughs> um, my favorite spot to eat. What's my favorite spot to eat? Favorite spot to eat? Probably. I gotta go back. Taco Fellini, Mac. Man. I love Fellini's. Taco Mac. Taco Mac's is good. They got pretty good wings. Um, Taco Mac solid. Um, if you're into uh, breasts and thighs, uh, twin. Hey, Peaks. I definitely am. <laughs> yeah, Twin Peaks is is way better. Now, it, programming note: if you're downtown uh, on Peachtree Street, on the oh corner of Peachtree God. Street and International, there's a Hooters. Never go to Hooters. Oh damn! That Hooters has the worst, the worst food in America. Yeah, you don't want to eat that. The wings were terrible. I mean, if you can't make wings, I don't know what to tell you. Ladies and gentlemen. And I thought Hooters was in the business of making wings. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Yelp Reviews with 12 Kyle. <laughs> no, I just, I had to I had to close it out like that, man. I, I think so it's... Um, Fellini's is the best pizza in Atlanta? I'm biased. I'm it, asking. It is, it, it's, it's a really dope pizza. Um. The other spot, it's a black-owned spot. Um, damn it, it's on the tip of my tongue. It's in um, West Midtown. 
Um, no, before we get out of here, we got to talk about another major part of the 20s, and this is the part of the 20s that actually connected us. Um, you got you were the <laughs> you might have invented the internet. This guy <laughs> created a message board. And for those of you kids at home, a message board was just that. Like it was a place where everybody came. It, it, it was almost like he created an internet neighborhood. Like you go inside the room. And what was the name <laughs> of your message board? Was it was it, 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 it Black Station? Oh, <laughs> ironically, it was, it was eclectic. No, it was the eclectic discussion message board. That's why I got okay, the eclectic, eclectic discussion, discussion podcast. For it. Yeah, it was eclectic discussion. <laughs> so we would we would go in there. I mean, and I don't to this day. I don't know how I found it because I would just you know I'm, this was I'm gonna thing guess. Like, I'm gonna guess you found it from a link like from the blog because we all look now. How you found the blog? We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we got to come back and do a podcast about the blog era. That that was that was that was the time. Um, but yeah, he created this message board, and the message board. I actually have friends that I've made because I met them virtually through the message board. I met him virtually through the message board, <laughs> and like it was a place where you. It was, I guess, the best way I can describe it. It was it was Instagram, it was Facebook, it was Twitter, without the bullshit. Pretty I mean, much. like you could come in, you could have you could have conversations. Everybody got along. Everybody's opinion was respected, and it wasn't no drama. Like yeah. if you didn't like something, you didn't have. I mean, it like was, it was okay, good like, mornings. You know, Everybody before, would go back in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if 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 we wanted to talk football, then there was a space for us to talk football. So if there were some ladies that didn't like football. They didn't have to go in there. And but if they wanted to, they'd come mm-hmm. in there and just talk and it was we talked hip hop, obviously. Um that was like relationships. Those were my favorite favorite room. Relationships. Um he, <laughs> he had the the dimes dime lines. This dude was fucking Darius Love Hall before Darius Love Hall was Darius Love Hall. Um but yeah, it was dope. So talk, talk, before we get out of here, man, we got to talk a little bit about um, the the uh, that era. What what was what what spawned that idea? Because again, you in essence created an internet neighborhood where, and I'm not talking about a handful of people, y'all. I'm talking about at least a couple of hundred people would be in daily. We we had, we had celebs on that joint. Fucking that was when um, Claudia yeah. Jordan was on there. Um, and their girls um, from the Jamie Foxx thing, um, Spinderella mm-hmm. showed up. No, we, we, nah. in your podcast, never, never been on my podcast. But go ahead. <laughs> I, so go ahead. I was doing the blog, and I had an idea because back then people would be in the comments on the blog and everyone would just talk back and forth in the comments and it was dope and I was just like damn it'd be it'd be dope if I could just have one place where because again people Twitter didn't exist nope. <laughs> Facebook didn't exist I don't think I think MySpace did, was, was around no it didn't it didn't you're right yeah. MySpace was nah. on the heels of coming out up but it yeah was, yeah Facebook didn't exist like, like okay player 
Those are yeah, the, only, the only places that we would go. Like, so this is where you got your conversation from. Yeah. So, so we would. Um, so I set this thing up, and I basically promoted it on my blog. And so I was like, "Yo, mm-hmm. you want to talk more about this? Click here." And then people would sign up, had a name, little picture up there. And um, mm-hmm. and you do a little welcome post to tell everybody a little bit about yourself, and then that was it. And then everything yeah. like every day, somebody would go in like the general little discussion thing, be like, "Yo, good morning," and then everybody come back in. Hey, hey, good morning. What are we doing today? What are we talking about today? This, that, and the third. If some some dope came on TV, we have a room where everyone talk about the TV, the BT Awards. Hey, well, let's talk about the awards. Then we did it. was really Twitter and Instagram, but we had like we had, we had hey, we just took these pictures. Check a look, check check us out. We uh, we checking out. We, and people would meet up and find out that they was in the same city and state, and they hang out and take a picture as. Two people that just met, uh, yeah, like you said, sports, hip hop, and and it just it grew, and then I guess once once um, they invented uh, Facebook and my uh, and Twitter, uh, people started gravitating over there. Kyle was one of the first people. He was like, "Yo, you need to get on Twitter." I was like, "I'm not getting on Twitter. I don't know what a tweet is. I'm not doing it." And I was on I was on my message board, and then people's slowly start down. I was like, all right, I go over there and see what it was. Because he was like, his, this is how he responded to me. I was like, man, I don't know what Twitter is. He was like, man, it's just like Facebook statuses, but that's it. It's just a whole bunch of, you just type in what you're doing. He's like, at some such and such, it's mm-hmm. doing such and such. And that's it. I was like, that doesn't sound mm-hmm. dope. We used to talk and have a full <laughs> conversations. On this, I like that. He's like, it, it'll be a perfect place for your random thoughts post because I used to do random thoughts, mm-hmm. and I was like, all right. And so then I did it, and then I got banned. So anyway, but the the message board was super dope. That's how we met, and um, and um, yep. nah, nah, we it was it was dope. People were like, yo, I just made a new song. Listen to it. They put the nah, it was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a great era. I mean, like. Like I said, and it's funny because, like, I remember I was talking to my friend Nadia. And Nadia and I were talking, this maybe about two years ago. And she was like, yeah, she was like, I remember because I met you in, in Eclectic Sub. Yeah, in, in, Nadia. Her and Keely was the fucking like, chicks. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I still keep in touch with what Keely and I still, we, I just tweeted Keely the other day. And I, um, Nadia hit me up uh, maybe about a month or so ago. And I mean, like so many friendships and stuff like that. Were, and like you said, people would meet up. Uh, I'm sure that there were people that hooked up. Um, it was a time, man. Man, it was a time. We had so I mean, much fun. Like I said, the message was people, fun. See, so see, Kyle, people think I'm just this regular old grumpy. They don't know. I used to be a thing on the internet. I used I used to be something. I used I used to be something. A lot of the stuff that you guys are loving and doing. If it weren't for me, I might not have had it. But I just I chill. You know, just like I invent one, gotta go, and then no one knows. It's it's cool. It's it's fine. It's fine. And I mean, I mean, again, I gotta give you props. You were ahead of the game because I didn't. I mean message boards were a way for us to be able to talk to people and then 
you know, maybe the downfall was that a lot of us started migrating to, to what would become social media because, yeah, mm-hmm. on E's message board, I could talk about anything and I wasn't limited by characters. Yeah. So I we had all the... go to Twitter and <clears throat> now we got 120 characters. Yeah. Social media before social media. We was we was getting it. We was for real getting it. Yeah, man. Yeah, it, it, it was a lot of fun. And, it, and those are those are things I think like, you know, when we look back over time, it, it really didn't seem like a, a lot, but it was the stuff that really kind of propelled us to keep doing and do and moving forward in, in what we were doing. Because like I said, we didn't know. I, I remember I had a radio show and he was like, yo, man, you need to, you need to make this a podcast. I was like, fuck a podcast. Well, I ain't making no podcast. I was like, I got a live show. I got people calling in. He would be on for two hours. And we, we, I'd have a two-hour show every Wednesday. And he's like, man, just make it a podcast, and then people can listen at their leisure. Yeah. I was like, I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that. And then after a while, I was like, I was like, yo, this makes sense. This makes all the sense in the world. Like, you don't have to be present Wednesday nights at 9 o'clock to, hey, hear, my, don't to hear my voice. <laughs> you might be like, shit, it's Wednesday. I got to fuck. Nah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Because there were, I mean, there were times where literally, like, I could be coming from football, my son's football practice, coaching him. And, you know, I barely got time to wash and take a shower and eat, get something to eat. And then it's time to, you know, jump on the, jump on the show. So we were, we were definitely ahead of our our time. You were definitely ahead of the game, man. Cause that was, like I said, the best way I can describe it, it was definitely Twitter and Facebook before anything else. No, what a time! How long? When did you? When did? When did? When did you actually end that? Um, two thousand nine, ten. Right, right when Twitter was pumping. Yep, sounds about right. And then we were we were some of the first people to be on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And I tell people all the time, like, oh, it was different. So infrequent. Yeah, man, it was so. I mean, like, you can you can get text messages. You could get yes. text messages yes. when someone tweeted. That's how infrequent it was. Man, listen, I, I, that's that's exactly how I got my. That's that's what I set my tweet my tweets up for. The people that I followed, and I think initially I was following like five or six people, and they were all fellow bloggers because I had mm-hmm. a blog. I still got a blog. Um, and I just I didn't want to miss anything, so I was like, set it up to where whenever they tweet something. Yeah, I'd get a text. So I, if he sent a tweet at 10 o'clock, I'd get the text. And the thing is, you might send three or four t- tweets a day. That yeah. was it. There wasn't <laughs> nothing major or anything like he that. He went outside, like, man. He had shit to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but it, it was a it was a lot of fun. And 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 you know, in wrapping up this this episode, um, I think the 20s definitely it, it was a time, man. It was a time. A lot of great things happened. I don't want people to think like, and I think what, what was interesting is, you know, you telling your story, you know, not knowing anybody, just both of us moving to cities. We didn't know anybody. Well, I, at least I knew Jay Fresh, but not knowing, trying to find our way literally and figuratively around cities. And then, but never saying, Hey mama, I got to come home or Hey, I give up or Hey, this ain't going to work. Or Hey, I don't know if this is going to work. We found a way to make it work. And I think that's important. And I think that's important for people to hear. Um, I wouldn't trade those 20s 
to be 20 today. Hell no. And I, I wouldn't trade it at all. I wouldn't Not trade with it. all the technology and and money and tech. <laughs> no, I'll give me, I'll stay analog. No, I, I had, I probably had the least amount of money and had the most of fun mm-hmm. in, the, in those years. Um, I, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade that for the world. And, and I think, you know, we, we adjusted and we moved, we moved it, <laughs> excuse me, we moved as we had to move, but, um, man, that was fun. That was that, that time, like you said, it was a time to be alive, man. It really was a time to be alive. Um, time for us to get on out of here, man. Uh, tell folks where they can find you, where they can find the podcast and all of that good stuff, that good stuff. Look over your shoulder, honey. Um, <laughs> yo, eclectic, at eclectic on Twitter. Listen, there's a lot of places on Twitter, at eclectic. That's um, E-C-L-E-C-T-I-K. At eclectic, at eclectic podcast, at tweet rhymes life, at encyclopedia hh. Um, so most of those on Instagram too. Come say what's up. Listen to the podcast, eclectic discussion podcast. We talk a lot of stuff like this. You can go and listen to our grade school show, the high school show, the two co- the co- We was talking that college stuff so much we had to turn it into two parts. It wasn't two one hour parts. It was like two two hour parts. So. <laughs> Um, so go listen to those and I mean our various drafts, social media uh, not social media um, um, different kind of drafts that we have for pop culture um, our reactions to hip hop lists over on the encyclopedia hip hop uh, Kyle's good friends <laughs> all of his good friends <laughs> no, your burner account no, definitely your burner account don't put that on me <laughs> Um, so, so now nah, come and check them out because, um, I am way less, um, uh, professional than Kyle. Um, I am way less uh, mature than Kyle. So he'll give you, he'll give you a relationship episode. He'll give you how, how do we teach people to fucking drive? I don't know. He'll give you some shit. I'm over here like, you know what? I really like DuckTales. So, 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 so you get yeah, you get a little uh, well-rounded um, experience if you listen to both of us together. You will get the uh, joy and pain of podcasting. So I'm the pain, by the way. Uh, but I, I, pre- I appreciate you having me on the show, talking twenties. Um, the next we'll talk thirties, and all he's gonna talk about is his family, and I'm gonna talk about no one um, will have me. So if you guys are single, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, because because the 30s, I really don't remember. I'm not. I'm not. I remember the 30s, but I mean, like anybody else is married and watched. You start equating everything with this particular child being born and what you was doing at that particular time at that particular job. That's about it. Um, Yeah, all of my shit's gonna be brunches and bars. Brunches, bars, and babes. Uh, not necessarily in that order. Um, you'll know how to find me the 12 Kyle podcast, 12 Kyle on all the socials. Um, make sure uh, also on TikTok as well. There's going to be a lot of video content on the Tiki of the Talks. Um, if you want to hit us up on Cash App, I'm not independently wealthy like my friend here. So <clears throat> we will take money. 
No, he's not uh, independently Dallas wealthy. Yep. He's generationally wealthy. <laughs> Dallas Sign. T-W-E-L-V-E-K-Y-L-E. Um, yeah, man, that's going to do it for us. Another episode is in the books. Like I said, you waited and waited and waited, and we gave you our 20s. Um, is is how we lived in D.C. and Atlanta. Uh, so that's going to do it for us. So for my boy, Clayton, I am your boy, 12 Kyle. We'll catch you guys next time. 5,000. Mm. Mm-hmm.